Hello and welcome to the Talks Libra podcast. As I told you in the last episode, the International Agency for Research on Cancer, the IARC, lists over 50 substances which are known or probable causes for workplace cancer and over 100 other possible substances. Let's see which are the most common of these and can affect the most people. First of all, according to the IARC, there are five groups in which substances that are used in manufacturing goods are categorized. The first group, group 1, carcinogenic to humans. Second group, group 2A, are probably carcinogenic to humans. Group 2B, the third group, possibly carcinogenic to humans. The fourth group, group number 3, um, not classifiable as to is carcinogenically to humans. And finally, the fifth group, group number four, probably not carcinogenic to humans. What do these groups mean? If the substance is in the first group, the, the carcinogenic to humans, that means that there is sufficient evidence of carcinogenity or evidence of carcinogenity in humans is less than sufficient but there is sufficient evidence of carcinogenity in experimental animal and strong evidence in exposed humans that the agent acts through a relevant mechanism of, of carcinogenity. If the substance is in the group 2A, in the probably carcinogenic to humans group, that means um, that there is limited evidence of carcinogenity in humans and sufficient evidence of carcinogenity in uh, experimental animals. Or the second. Um, Secondly, um, inadequate evidence of carcinogenity in humans and exists sufficient evidence of carcinogenity in experimental animals and strong evidence that the um, carcinogenesis is um, mediated by a mechanism that also operates in humans. Or thirdly, limited evidence exists of carcinogenity in humans, but belongs based on mechanistic considerations to a class of agents for which one or more members have been classified in group 1 or group 2A. If the mentioned substance is in group to be the third group, which means it's possibly carcinogenic to humans. That means that um, there is limited evidence of carcinogenity in humans and less than sufficient evidence of carcinogenity in experimental animals. Secondly, um, there is inadequate evidence of carcinogenity in humans, but sufficient evidence of carcinogenity in experimental animals. Or 
Um, there is inadequate evidence in carcinogenity in humans and less than sufficient evidence of carcinogenity in experimental animals, but with supporting evidence from mechanistic and other relevant data. If the substance is in group 3, which means it can be classifiable as carcinogenic to humans, that means that evidence of carcinogenity is inadequate in humans and also inadequate or limited in experimental animals. Or uh, evidence of carcinogenity is inadequate in humans but sufficient in experimental animals. But strong evidence that the mechanism of carcinogenity in experimental animals does not operate in humans. Thirdly, um, that means that this is an agent that does not fall into any other groups. Agents in group number three are not determined um, to be non-carcinogenic or safe overall, but often mean that further research is needed in that field. Finally, the last group, group five, group number four in this case, um, which are classified as non-carcinogenic to humans. This means that evidence suggesting a lack of carcinogenity in humans and in experimental animals, or inadequate evidence of carcinogenity in humans, but evidence suggesting a lack of carcinogenity in experimental animals, um, consistently and strongly supported by a broad range of mechanical, mechanistic, and other relevant data. Um, in this podcast, I am going to focus on the first group and listing substances in this group, uh, which are the most popular, the most common ones. Firstly, starting with asbestos fibers, um, which ca- um, <laughs> causes larynx, lung, ovary, stomach cancers and uh, mesothelioma. Wood dust causing um, sinonasal cancers, UV radiation from sunlight causing skin cancer, metalworking fluids and mineral oils responsible for bladder, lung, sinonasal and skin cancers, silica dust causing lung cancer, diesel engine exhaust causing bladder and lung cancer, Coal tars and pitches um, responsible for non-melanoma skin cancer, arsenic for bladder lung skin cancer, uh, dioxins lung cancer, environmental tobacco smoke meaning passive smoke um, causing lung cancer, naturally occurring radon lung cancer, work as a painter resulting in bladder and lung cancer and finally work as a welder 
um, responsible for lung cancer melanoma of the eye. As I already told you, there are only um, these are only the most known ones, the tip of the iceberg. There are so many other occupations that cause harm for the workers, causing cancer in a short period of time or in many years down the line, making it hard for researchers to link the outcome to the cause. In the next episode, I will talk about the hidden reality um, and the waiting challenges of fighting occupational cancer. Thank you.